Welcome everybody. This is the Rotary Club of Worldwide Impact. My name is Arena Reintjes and I'll be your host tonight. The Rotary Club of Worldwide Impact is part of an organization called Rotary International, made up of a global network of 1.4 million neighbors, leaders and problem solvers in more than 46,000 clubs doing service above self, locally, globally, and in our case, digitally. We're glad that you've joined us, and we hope you enjoy how we explore technology in the service of others. Please don't forget to like and subscribe so you can join us again next time. As a Rotary Club, we approach every conversation as if we are on a shared learning journey. Our goal is to connect with and hear from fascinating and inspiring speakers, often with a message focused on the power of ideas to change lives and ultimately the world. And we aim to inspire you to think about how you can make a difference as well. On this occasion, we are joined by philanthropist and international model Noela Cosares Muzunga. Noela is the founder and CEO of Malaika, a grassroots nonprofit that empowers girls and communities in the Democratic Republic of the Congo through a school, a community center, and a clean water program. Founded in 2007, Malaika has grown into a fully functioning ecosystem that consists of a free accredited school that provides a comprehensive education to 430 girls, technical classes educating and certifying future electricians and mechanics, and a sustainable agricultural program that provides two nutritious meals every day to each students and staff and a community center that offers a range of programs to 5,000 youths and adults, a clean water program with 28 wells that services over 35,000 people each year. Malaika's community-driven approach serves as a replicable model and all programs are offered free of charge. Moela, welcome to the Rotary Club of Worldwide Impact. We will first start with a video to introduce you further. Malaika was a dream that was born out of my own experiences as a child. Back in 2007, Kalibuka was an underserved, underdeveloped community deeply impacted and isolated from a better future and from the rest of the world due to lack of infrastructure. I met girls, boys and women with so much potential, drive and passion, but with no opportunity to achieve their dreams. I saw the future leaders inside of these individuals and I knew I had to overcome challenges from cultural to logistical to financially in order to provide them with free high quality education and health initiatives. From the beginning of Malaika, we realized we had to go beyond a formal education. We teach our girls to be leaders, building their confidence through sport, through peer education, and through challenging them on so many platforms. Today, over 50 million girls in Sub-Saharan Africa are out of school. I want to change that narrative, one student and community at a time. We must close this gender gap, starting by building the foundations for a strong, equal education system. Our holistic community-led approach has enabled us to grow into a full-fledged ecosystem where all of our programs serve multiple interwoven purposes. Our community centre provides thousands of adults and youth with not only numeracy and literacy skills, but also vocational education, such as agriculture through our sustainable farm and also sewing. A small Malaika family has grown into an active global community full of friends and supporters from across the world. 
Please join us in celebrating our 15-year anniversary by supporting us in whatever way you can. Thank you to every single one of our supporters. Without you, Malaika will not be the thriving ecosystem and opportunity-filled part of the community it is today. do a little presentation this way then after that you can ask me your question and answer myself I was born in the Congo I lost my dad when I was five years old I was the only child and my mother didn't have any resources to keep me so she decided to give me an opportunity an opportunity to be educated an opportunity to be someone and I study abroad and I went to see my mom after 13 years and it was a really, really crucial time at this time to see her in the poor condition she was living, but to see so many children out of school. And I always say to myself, I hope one day I'll be back to look after my mom and to do something back for my country. And uh, that's where uh, I study business management. I, I work. I, um, a lot of people were stopping me to be to do modeling. I did modeling for 10 years between London and New York. It's funny because growing up, I was a tomboy. And, um, and I set up the foundation in America where it's really a community driven, led by the local team and really empower girls, but completely transforming the entire communities and uh, not only one community, I would say a lot of communities all around um, Calibuka where we're working. So if we go through the slides, I will show you what we've been able to transform over the, the, the 15 years. Malaika mission is really to empower girls and the community through education and health program. We're working in a village where there is no water, there is no access to electricity. It's the second largest country in the Congo, uh, in, um, in Africa, and has a pro approximately a population of 87 million. So we started only with one building, and over the years, we have now more than uh, 12 buildings. We started with 104 students, and now we have 430 students. The students arrive at the age of five years old, and um, and finish at 18 years old. This year in July is the is a very magical moment for us because the first graduation of the Malaika student, the first cohort will finish at 18 years old at uh, Malaika after being 12 years. So I know all the girls when they started at five years old and I saw them growing physically, emotionally, intellectually, having dreams, having challenges in their life. And to see finishing the school in uh, July 2023 and going to the next level of the career, we will still keep um, helping them to go to university. We created a student fund and some of them want to become engineers, some of them want to become chemists, journalists. When we have, uh, we when we were hit by the COVID, all you see here, the, the mask shield, our students make with a 3D printer, they make uh, more than 3000 mask shield and we distributed in more than 60 hospital. It was very, very uh, emotional to, to see our girls making them to happen. We know that in Congo, more than 7 million children don't attend school, that 49 five girls who doesn't attend school in sub-Saharan, more than 262 million children and teenagers in the world who are out of school. So that is really big numbers where we all have to work as private, individual, NGO, corporate to reduce these numbers and to have most of the children going to school. 
we have uh, created over the 15 years really an ecosystem. And uh, in September last, last year, during the UN um, week, we launched our Malaika Blueprint, where organizations can be, can be inspired of what we created. We have the school that we build and lead from A to Z. We have built a community center. We call that the Educational Community Center, where we have more than 5,000 youth and adults coming to study there. We have built with Caterpillar Foundation technical classes, where it's mechanic and electricity, where 80 youth from 17 to 35 years old are enrolling and will have a certificate to be mechanician or electrician. We have built over 28 wells in a lot of villages in Africa, a lot of, a lot of villages in the Congo, and we have our own farming that grow, we grow our food, we teach about organic farming, and we distributed uh, the food that we, we use it to cook for our canteen because we we're cooking for 480 people a day at our, because you know, the student maybe two, eat two times or three times a, um, a week at their home. So it was very important that with the leadership curriculum that we have at the school, that they're able to concentrate, to study, to come at school. And we put a big emphasis on technology. Our school, like I was saying, provides uh, education free to primary and secondary education. Now we have over 430 students. The curriculum of Malaika is very effective. We pass for, um, for six years in a row, the national exam. And the Minister of Education come to see what was the success of Malaika. The success of Malaika is, is a holistic curriculum, is the nutrition program, is the tech curriculum we're giving, is really to create a next generation of leadership. I spend nearly two months a year in the Congo. And um, it, for me, it's so important. I bring my own children there. My daughter is eight and my son is 12. It's so key to bring them to see a different world, but to be able to know where I'm from, to know my culture and to grow with Malaika too. And all these girls that you're seeing here, they all came from, uh, from, from the age of five. We really put a big emphasis on, on the environment. Our school, our campus, everything is green, it's solar powered. We plant a lot of trees in, uh, in villages. We have Marceline when she enrolled at the age of six, and next year, uh, this year, she will be finishing. Uh, she will be finishing uh, the school Malaika, and she will be eighteen, and she will, she want to be a, a tech agriculture to help her communities. A beautiful, a beautiful girl. Uh, we're really trying to build the 21st century skills. They have a heavy lesson on uh, STEM, on VPL, blocking, scratch language code on obscotch and etc. They, they're better than me. We receive donation of tablets, so they learn a lot with the, the tablet. And it's beautiful to see them growing with the with the tech aspect because at the home they don't have TV, they don't have phone, they don't have tablets, they don't have the electricity. Here it's Frida. She she came at the age five years old too. And um, and she's just growing as a strong, 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 strong girls. Here is our community center where we build um, um, a community center where we have a lot of mothers coming to study. They come to learn about um, health security, about uh, pre about literacy, about digital classes, about uh, sewing classes. A lot of them now have businesses. All the accessories that you're seeing has been completely done by the mothers. 
and uh, we're giving them or people donate, buy some articles and donate to Malaika. Through football, educational sponsorship and program and technical and vocational training, we are dedicated to really ensure that our male community members also have the tools they need to build the future they envision for themselves. So we really have a lot of boys that we, we sponsor, that we help. We try to have them the most one that really want to study. We pay a school for them. We do a lot of sport for development. We, when we did, we had the, um, the World Cup 2010, FIFA decided to build 20 community centers in, Af in, in Africa, and they decided to work with us. And uh, we built this community center with one page and one building, but the domain was so high that we decided to build a different building with private donors. And you know what? The school cannot be without the community center because we, we send our par the parents to study there. We send the parents is a meeting point for all the community. We talk about the challenge, the positivity, the action that we need to be making in the village. We distributed over 12,000 malaria nets in different villages. And it's just beautiful. It's the community coming together. The vocational training has been launched in August. And um, in, in uh, actually in June last year, and it's so beautiful to see 40% of on women being enrolled in our program. A lot of them uh, say that their husband were very reluctant. No, you're not going to go to study mechanics and electricity, but it's really beautiful to see them blossoming and being there every day. And they will be nationally certified. This is all the, the wells that we build in a lot of villages. Some of them are manual and some of them are, uh, are solar panel wells. And it's impacting more than 35,000 people a year. The food that we're growing at, a can, at a farming, uh, we, we're teaching organic farming and we, we're using the food to be cooked at our canteen. This is our staff. We put a lot of capacity, capacity building to our staff, leadership classes, uh, how to use the latest tools, Zoom, Teams, and et cetera, and how to really being able to run Malaika. They know the problems in the Congo. They know the solution. They are the one leading and being close to the community, to the student, and representing Malaika on the ground. And we are just there to give them the platform to really create the next agent of change. We've been very lucky. We were able to speak at a lot of different conferences, a lot of school, Harvard, MIT, at the UNICEF. We received a few awards, the World Literacy Award, the Mandela 100 Years, the Mohammed Ali Prize. Because, you know, we are a grassroots organization, but after 15 years, we have a good track record of success, of impact, of transability, of being transparent, of accountability, and being sustainable. And we're looking forward to see our, uh, our model to be duplicated in different ways. And we've been working with them um, to, to launch a Malaika Toolkit. We receive an award from the Global Fund for Children. And the free vision of Malaika is really to increase the water access, is building the community capacity, create a school to carry a pipeline and really share a model with ever communities or NGOs or individuals that really need that.
So thank you very much for listening. It's been a lot of work. It's not easy to fundraise for Malaika after the COVID we've been hit, the Ukraine war, all the atrocity that's happening in the world. And, but we keep really, we have a lot of donors that came to Malaika and that become our ambassadors worldwide of the work that we're doing. It costs nearly $700,000 to... Um, to, to run all the programs. I don't take any salary of Malaika. For me, it's my giving back to my continent. But you need to have, you need to be very, uh, you need to really think out of the box to fundraise, to to keep the to keep the relationship with your donors, to engage them, to have them coming to the Congo. And uh, it's, it's a beautiful journey to see a student. And I cannot wait to see what Frida, Loria, Louise, Mujinga, what they will be doing and they will all become every year we will have a lot of Malaika ambassador every year coming out of a program and they will be the one representing us on the global stage so thank you very much and I'm looking forward to receive all your questions well thank you Noella I'm looking forward to the questions too you can either uh, raise your hand or send them to me uh, whatever whichever you prefer um so uh, you mentioned something about uh, when you first started um, and you said you are uh, in the Congo now for uh, two months a year. Did you, uh, in the beginning, were you there like for the entire year or how did you get it started? No, we have an amazing team on the ground. The local team is extremely strong. I'm, I have two children. We are based in England. So uh, I have to fulfill my role as a mother. <laughs> but I do, when we launch Malaika program, we make sure that we have a good team that can implement our vision and our mission. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, I go in the summer in the Congo, six, seven weeks with my two kids and a lot of donors, volunteers meet me there. And during the year, I go there. So, uh, and, and I lead Malaika on every day. I'm on CC on every email. I love what I do. So um, it's, a, it's a pleasure for me to give my time and, and, and fundraise for the foundation. Oh, so you'll be there for the graduation of your first course. Of course, course. This, is, ah. this, is a, this is my first baby in my life. So yes, mm. I will be there. Great. I will be there for the two graduation. In March, we have the graduation of the technical classes. And in July, we have the graduation of our students from the school. Oh, great. Um, I see a question here um, from Andreas. Um, it says, very uh, impressive project. How are you planning to spend this, uh, to spread this very successful project to other ones? So we launched the Malaika Blueprint, tool, uh, Blueprint uh, Toolkit, where it's a guideline. You can download it. You can download the videos. You can go on the site or you can have a management meeting with us and we explain you all the steps, um, how we set up Malaika from a, from a legal, pros, uh, legal side, from a, a project, for a management, from fundraising, uh, all different aspects, how you make it happen. People sometimes email me, oh, we would like to build a school. It's not easy to build a school. You need to have the legal mm -hmm. paper. You need to be registered. You need to find the land. You need to find the architecture. You need to, to be registered to, to, to be a school accredited by the Minister of Educational nationally, provincially, 
and uh, and you need to work with the community and have the authorization from the community and work. We work with the local architect. So one Malaika in the Congo, we know the community, we know our staff, and that's enough. You know, I won't be able, we won't be able to build other Malaikas, but we're very happy to share our model and inspire and people and help organization or individuals to implement what we've been created in different communities and different countries. And um, Emilio asked um, if, um, well, your, your gesture that your uh, question is partly answered, I guess, but um, has it been implemented in any other countries so far? No, because we launched, we just launched, yeah. my dog behind, we just launched the Malaika Toolkit um, in September. Ah, you know, it's, it's not easy. It's not oh. easy to fundraise for a project and to build a school. You need money to build a school. So whoever wants to build a school need a plan, a business plan for five years. You need to have money, donation to build a school. You need money to pay your staff, to maintain the programs. And you need very crucial programs. Is it what we're going to implement that's gonna really serve the community? I see so many projects and so many organizations that falling apart because they didn't understand the needs of the community and because they didn't have a plan for the next five years. You cannot say tomorrow, we're not gonna pay our staff or we're not gonna have food for the canteen. You really need to be very strategically in what you will be implementing. And if you'll be able to keep that. For me, it's, it's like a miracle. We're still 15 years after, we're still here and I hope we'll be there for the next five years. Yes, I get that. And um, uh, Raquel is asking something that we may may should start with. But um, what does Malaika mean? Malaika means angel in Swahili. Ah, there you go. Uh, Patrick, do you want to ask your question yourself? Because I feel I'm asking all the questions. It's amazing work about impact of the young girl lives uh, with the organization. But can you highlight more about how uh, Malaika impacts the lives of the parents of the girls, their neighborhoods and the communities that you're all part of? But I think after 15 years, we do have an impact because first of all, there's no water in the villages. We built 28 wells that impacting 35,000 people. People were going to fetch water in rivers, dirty rivers water. People were walking one hour, two hours to fetch water. Now with our wells, they work 15 minutes. If we were not in the life of a student, the student will get married, they will get pregnant, they will not go to school. Uh, the community centers train mechanician, train electrician, give lesson free, all our programs are free, giving lesson to the community from digital classes, uh, uh, health reproductive, uh, entrepreneurship. Uh, uh, we're doing a big monitoring evaluation twice a year of the job, the work that we're doing in, um, in the village. We give jobs to the local community. We have 55 staff that they are on our payroll every month and they're able to send their own kids to school. They're able to feed their families. And we will have the first generation of being educated and going to universities. And even through the malaria net that we distributed, the drop rate of malaria completely decreased. We've been saving lives in everything that we've been doing and through the sport development, through our agricultural farming, from the security in the village and from pushing the government to make the road. It was inaccessible. 
the village was completely inaccessible 15 years when we started. It was a completely bush. And we pushed the government to make the road and 70% uh, of the road has been done and it completely bring an entirement uh, uh, social economical development in the village where fathers are ready to sell the goods. People live under one, two dollars a day. Amazing. Thank you so much. Amazing. Thank you. So, um, like I know, no, I see the question. Can you tell us more about the way of fundraising for these amazing programs? So, Malaika, it's um, around seven hundred thousand dollars a year. We raise money um, for people running a marathon, a yoga, from individual donation, people sponsoring a STEM program, the food program, uh, sponsoring a girl. We have uh, we raising money with grants application. We raising money with uh, corporate NGOs. Uh, we raising uh, not money. We raising money. We raising we raising awareness, and we have people like me donating the time, and where you don't have to pay them. <laughs> so we have a lot of volunteers. So I will say that. Um, is a mix of donation and we have the fashion industry that is a big part too of uh, contributing to the fundraising i create a capsule with a designer and a certain percentage go to malaika or if i go to speak somewhere generally i ask uh, they donate to malaika so there's a different ways and different level how people donate money to uh, to malaika um, I was wondering earlier when you were talking about the uh, the women in the technical classes and how their uh, husbands sometimes uh, ha are hesitant about their uh, joining in. Do you offer like some sort of help or support uh, for them to convince their husbands? Uh, yes, we can. But a lot of the husband come to study and and being at Malaika, we we offering all the programs for free and. Um, and uh, it's, I think, is a good understanding in the community. I know some of the husbands been reluctant, but at the end, uh, they understand the potential that they, their wife will have, and and kind of innovative. And we have already a few demands of companies that want uh, five top mechanician electrician, but they want at least two or three women. So we're seeing the demand towards women are really in demand, oh, and great. that's really beautiful to see that. Yeah, oh, that sounds really good. Um, I don't see any more questions, I think. I do see a compliment from Jean-Claude. <laughs> um, thank you for joining us. So if there are no more questions. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. And you um, can go visit our website or follow our social media. And uh, you can visit us in Malaika too and come with us. It's 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 not easy to walk in Africa. It's not easy to walk anywhere oh. in the world right now. Devin. Oh, I'm so sorry. I missed Devin's hand. He raised it. Sorry, Devin. Yes. Hi, hello, good evening. Uh, first and foremost, congratulations. Great initiative. Um, I'm also in the field of education and I know how education can transform communities. Um, I'm really curious to, to learn more about your curriculum. Is this a curriculum that was designed or structured abroad or is a curriculum from the national education system? How does this curriculum integrate? Thank you. Yeah, so the curriculum has been um, we have to follow the rules of the, the Minister of Education. So we're following the national 
curriculum, but we added the English classes, the STEM, the tech aspect, the arts, the sport. So we have a lot of other elements that we added and the nutrition program is very, very important for our students. And of course, we added the leadership. We have tech companies that are teaching every week to a student virtually. We have a teacher from Northern State University strengthening all the math program and teaching virtually. We have a, we have a lot of amazing um, people teaching virtually, but we have a lot of amazing teachers coming to train our teachers in the Congo. So we've put a big emphasis on currently always updating our curriculum and always strengthening the skills of our teachers and of our staff. That's very impressive. Thank you so much. Mm, thank you. Well, thank you everyone uh, for joining us and for all your questions. Um, you may be hearing this on your favorite podcast service, watching it on, your, on our YouTube channel or viewing it on our club's website. If you enjoy the program, share it with a friend and feel free to give us a five-star rating. Please let us know in the comments which other guests you would like to see joining us. So with that, I'd like to thank you, Noella, for being here with us and I'll turn it over to you for one last word. Noella, the floor is yours again. Thank you very much for joining me and I'm so looking forward to be part of the Rotary family. I was in Cyprus to celebrate your milestone with your organization and it's always a pleasure because every time I talk at the Rotary, I always have amazing feedback, people writing to me, interact and how they want to help Malaika. So I hope... Uh, I hope you will be able to join us and I'm inviting all of you to follow the graduation. It will be uh, live in our channels. Oh, that sounds great. Thank you very much. Have a nice Thank evening. you, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank, Thank you. you.